Welcome to the Divorce Devil Podcast. I'm David. And I'm Rachel. Follow us as we dive into all the positive and negatives of post-divorce recovery. Stay tuned for some real and sometimes raw end-of-the-road divorce topics. Please put on your big pants because we're full of honesty, authenticity, and irrefutable truths. This progressive podcast ain't for the faint-hearted. Enjoy. <laughs> Welcome everybody out there to Divorce Devil episode 104. We're in the hundreds. <laughs> hundreds, yes. Uh, today's a interesting topic that we were um approached by approached a friend by, to help yes, a friend yes and not so, having the right verbiage because the friend who was asking for help so for her the, friend is still married so the topic is discernment mm-hmm. and so my take on discernment and you give your take here in a minute because i'm first is the sure. ability to judge between what is right and wrong for you Okay. That's that's what I got. So what did you get? I got it's the ability to be able to grasp or comprehend what is obscured. And my take was you know that something is off, but you're not sure how to change it. You're educated, you figured it out, you know like the patterns aren't working. So basically breaking the cycle. But how do you do that? You need to break the cycle, but you're not sure how to go about doing that. So we both have big time uh, notes today (laughs) for the first time. And I'm going to be a gentleman and go first. Okay, cool. Um, Ladies first. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. Um, Oh, you don't do that. Sorry. So Divorce Double episode 95. Double. I'm going to make fun of Episode 95 through 98. We talked about the four four, uh, layers. I'm sorry. Peeling back the layers of four um, steps. So the first step was the shock of it all. You know, yeah. you're shocked. You get divorced. You're shocked. The second step was settling down, getting your footing. The third uh, step was your favorite, the art of giving no fucks. Mm-hmm. Don't care about shit. I love that one. Just, and just, I implement it in every just, step. Just <laughs> every step I take. Step. Um, number four, processing your no fucks and starting to heal. Yeah. So that's a that's a good place to start because somewhere every everyone in our listening um, um, audience audience is somewhere within those four yeah uh, steps. So what happens when you get stuck in one of them? I think that's what the question was. You've so, healed some. You've had relationships since you. You know, like the you know the friend has a really good job. Her job is all day making really tough decisions, and I think when she's getting into relationships, she's just like, well, let me find a project, let me do this. And those red flags don't mean anything because I'm always looking for red flags because that's what my job entails. So I think what's happening is the cycles are continuing. She's dismissing most of the red flags if one of the red flags goes away in the next relationship. And how do you break the pattern when you know what you're supposed to do, but how do you implement that? I found the four steps of discernment. What? (laughs) Boy, what are you? Woo-hoo. Actually, knowledge educate us. Actually, Valerie found them. But anyway, thanks, Valerie. I, I'm going to go ahead and take the uh, the um, take my fifteen for this one. So, the four steps of discernment. Uh, number one, be aware of yourself. Yeah. Know yourself. Mm-hmm. So that means don't go out there and date right away. Yeah. Hello. Number I two, mean, unless you're in your whole face. <laughs> That's not dating. Okay, fucking whole, whole, whole phase and Sleeping, dating are two different things. Dating, drinking, uh, number two, restauranting, hey, whatever. Quiet, quiet. No, you quiet. Number two, back up, sucker. Reflection. See, that's what you got to do. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Number two, reflection. Taking all matters into account. 
Yeah. So f- paying attention and thinking about it before you step. Yeah. Uh, number three, the decision-making process itself. Yeah. So you, two and three are kind of the same, but you, but you're closer to make a decision with three. And number four, confirm and do your decision. And do that, it. That's for each step too. That yep. you know, that's a broad thing. Who you calling broad? Who you calling broad? I mean, you did go first. Yes. Um, it's a broad concept and each one of those can be broken down for each step that you're going through in your divorce or through your healing or through your dating or whatever it is. Um, what you got? What you got? You, I think it really does come back down to self-care. Like if you start dating right away, right out of a relationship, even not just a divorce, out of a relationship that was shitty and you just, you know, well, he has all these red flags, but my last one did this and he doesn't. So that's great. I'm going to hook on to that. But the odds of you getting the same thing every time are yeah. high because you didn't take time to, to fix yourself. And you you have to be the priority just because I don't think people realize what they're actually healing from during a divorce. Yeah, or four. Yeah, or four. So there's there's a lot of things that cause divorce, yes. But am I healing from past traumas? Am I healing from an abusive relationship when I was younger? Am I, am I healing from parental bullshit or generational curses, we like to say? There's a lot of things when a divorce happens, like with any like grief, those, all those stages of grief come back into state. Like, you know, I never healed from an alcoholic mom. And when I drink sometimes, I'm like, oh, in any second, I can turn into that. Why is that even coming into play when I'm so concerned about it? I Maybe I haven't healed from it. Or, you know, an abusive relationship I had in high school. Or, you know, the first person I cared about was, you know, abusive. So anybody after that has to be abusive or it's not love or it's not that. So that first love I had or I thought I had, could trigger stuff, especially when you're going so through a divorce. So how do you take all that and heal yourself? How do you, how do you take all that shit? You have to and be- And I do mean shit. Yeah. And, and, and you heal yourself. You have yourself. to be selfish. Oh, yes. You beat me to it. It was on tip of my tongue. Selfish, people. Be and selfish. Selfish isn't always bad. It yes, also, it is. Well, no, but I'm saying like people will put a negative connotation on it. Like, oh, you're selfish. No, it's not. I have to- care less about someone else to take care of myself. And in self-care, I'm going to heal. I'm going to speak to someone. I'm going to listen to this awesome podcast. Uh, There's a lot of things that, you know, you may not know that were an issue until you're outside of it. Like you may not know that you have a narcissistic mother who everything revolves around her until you step Step out out of of that. Or you may not know that, you know, addiction had been in your life because it was covered up, especially in generations before, like mine, you know, boomers and stuff like that. You didn't talk about shit. Mm-mm. Someone passed away that wasn't how they want, you know, suicide or, you know, something happened. It was called sweeping it under the rug, gone. move on, and don't worry about your feelings. You can cry a little bit, but now we're going to say, no, that's we're not going to do that. And So now we have to be one with our feelings. Yeah. And I think, you know, especially these days, whatever you want to say about them people are really being allowed to get into their feels and you know it's okay if men are vulnerable or men are that you there was such a big stigma of you know men have to be strong he's not allowed to have any feelings other than this this and this well no that's how we have you know people repeating what they've learned you know if your father was abusive and now you're a man and you expect 
that's how you're supposed to act until someone says, you know, hey, dude, that's not what you're supposed to do. And so you don't know what your toxic traits are, your toxic acceptance of other people until you see outwardly and go, oh, families aren't supposed to be shitty like that all the time. I mean, I get Christmas politics, all the other stuff, Mm -hmm. but, you know, when you see that, you know, there's a lot of toxic in families that go over into relationships that you have to heal. You have to heal from your things regardless of your family or the past relationships. And you have to know what triggers you and what you're willing to accept and set boundaries. And there's not just a whole bunch of shit that if you don't deal with it, it's going to come back and bite you in the ass. Unless you like that. So what you're saying is deal with your shit. (laughs) Deal with your shit. Deal with your shit. So at what point does giving no fucks come? I think, Giving no fucks is a little bit of each step. Yeah, I think when you, well, when you first, or you go, oh, we're getting divorced, I have to give no fucks about a person who I said I loved for yeah. all this time. In order for you to break away from that person. In order for they not keep it going back and going, you know what, well, he did this, or she did this, or she's doing that, or, you know, you have, you know, she gives me, a, she gives me this, and well, even though she was shitty to me, she picked up the kid when I couldn't, or, you know, there's a lot of things that can make you want to jump back mm-hmm. in, but unless you heal... I don't think you 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 heal each level. You're going to just keep going back to that same comfort, even if it's shitty comfort, right? Even it's part-time shitty comfort. Yeah, yeah. even if you, you see all this stuff. And again, you know, not all parts of your marriage were probably bad. Yep. There was moments that you're like, I feel unvalidated. I feel less than, or I feel like someone doesn't care about me, or um, I, yeah, and- a lot of time, what what is divorce? Someone in their relationship feels not important. Yep. Someone in a relationship is being told they're not good enough, or they keep seeing it and they keep seeing it, and then when it smacks them in the face for the one time they get a black eye, you know, physically, uh, you know, actually or literally, um, it's oh, I need to wake up and change this. And I think it really takes hitting rock bottom, like we've said before, to climb out of that. You know that rut, that continuous again, hamster wheel. This, this podcast is just not for people getting divorced, people breaking up, people stand together. Yeah, because you see that the the dark side. So, so I want to reach out there to to any people that are boyfriend girlfriend listen to our podcast. Do right, do right by your boyfriend. Do right by your girlfriend. Make listen, an effort. Listen, I think yeah. effort. It, make, like, make an effort. We we discussed this last week too. I go if you're giving a hundred percent of the effort. And you're getting 10, you're always going to feel like you're doing more. You're always going to feel like, oh, well, that person must think that they're more important, that I need to take care of them more. So I have to give more. I have to do this. And at some point, it's draining. It's draining to be like, okay, I got to give 100% today because I'm only going to get 10 and I need to fill up my cup too. And so it's draining to have to fill up your own cup and the other one when you're you're giving all the effort. So, you know, one of the things they say at our school is like emptying your bucket. You need to fill your bucket in order to help anybody else's bucket, right? What happens if you suck at math? Yeah, and I do. And you're, you're given 100, they're given 10, but... But your suck at math part is that you still want to stay in it because yeah. there's hope. Hope, well, maybe hope, the, hope makes you suck at math mm-hmm. because you hope that it's going to get better. Yeah. And again, and we've discussed, I don't believe in the 50-50 because at some point there's still 
you're still missing half of you. I think it's 100% and 100%. Some days you can't give 100% because you had a shitty day at work or, you know, something happened to someone or, you know, any situation. But if you're both giving 100% and one can't, I can give you 10. I still got 90. 90 is still an A in most realms, right? But if I'm giving you all of mine, I'm now got, I've got nothing left to give for myself. And if I'm not my best self, I can't love you. But I if, can't but love if you're other given, people. But if you're given 80%, that's all you had. That's a hundred percent. Yeah. And yeah. that 80%, but it can't be consistent. You can't always be the one giving a hundred and the other person mm-hmm. giving 20. I'm giving 20. I'm that's giving 20. Happens. That's, that's why people get divorced. No, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. I think, you know, I think Today, when I was discussing it with Luke, I'm your father, <laughs> and yes, you liked your sister, but that's okay. <laughs> and, and, and you kissed her, yeah, but yeah. that's okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> hopefully, it was like triple steps. <laughs> yep. No, so like I think too, like when I was talking about it today with some people, because I do, you know, bounce things off of some of the people at work, and you know, some people, some people I don't even know divorce, or they're on their, you know, second marriage, and they're like, yeah, well, the first, I'm like, wait, what? And it's not like a badge you wear that says, "Hey, I'm divorced." Yep. It's uh, I'm healing. How did you heal? How long have you been gone? Like out of it? You know what? What's your take on it? And there was a lot of, I think, when I was healing, this was happening in my life. When like you know, when I was going through my divorce, COVID was happening. Schools were shut down. I lost my job. There was a lot of other factors where you know some of them like we just didn't work out and we got divorced. Okay, cool. There's not a lot of healing that has to happen. They both mutually decided that they were going to get divorced. They were only married a couple of years. You know, things like that. And, Rarity. Yeah, and I think what happens is, as a woman, I can speak speak that a lot of times when you get out of a relationship, your next relationship, you're going to make it work. I'm going to make this fucking work because unless I'm you a do failure. The same, but unless you do the same thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like, if... <clears throat> Excuse me. If you didn't heal yourself, you exactly. do the same thing over and over again. And I think it takes, you know, we joke around about the hoe phase and all of that stuff and dating and figuring out. Like, there was points where it was like, I'm going to do the ex- date the exact opposite because I feel like there's a trend. You know, I was always looking for someone to take care of me because I didn't have that motherly figure to actually take care of me. So did you look for a loser? No. And I, I think what, <laughs> what did I did was... you look for this time? Well, you know, I think I looked for my own independence. And I think that's why I was able to heal. And, you know, of course the podcast help, but I was looking for, I've never not been in a relationship. I've never like lived on my own. I never had all these different things. Like I went from my parents' house to my ex-husband's house to, you know, I went to my girlfriend's family's house. So it still wasn't my space, but it was my own space enough to say, okay, this I can put this where I want to put this. I can do this. I don't mm-hmm. have someone coming in my house when they're watching my kids changing around where the dishes are or telling me that I suck or I don't know how to grocery shop or I don't know how to do this. And that was all, you know, and that wasn't my ex. That was his mom would come into the house and be like, oh, I did your laundry and I put everything away. Well, she put it where she wanted to put it, not where it went or, you know, changing where the dishes were because it wasn't her flow or how that worked or telling me I'm a terrible mom because I'm actually going to school and work and I should stay home. But yet when I stay home, I don't do anything. So there's a lot of things. (laughs) Okay, watch YouTube because he was doing like the robot. I don't know what was happening. No, it was like you're on a roll. I was like, yeah. yeah. So I think what it was is, I don't need you. If I'm going to date you, 
I want to date you. I don't need you. Right. So there was that independence. I think my, when I first was dating was I need to be independent of anybody. I've relied on my parents, boyfriends, this husband, you know, I'm done. I don't need anybody. I'm going to cut ties with anybody who thinks that I am not strong enough to do this. I've been through enough fucking shit, you know, in my life. I can do it by myself. But I that's don't need what you. you. Got, but that's what, it, that's what you have to go through yeah. in order to get that point where you have that discernment. And I think that's where no fucks that game. That is the discernment. I had to shut off all emotion of all relationships. And it really was like, I lost a best friend. You know, I lost people that I thought were going to be there and they weren't. And then I found the best circle tribe of people yeah. now. Like, I know I can call them at any time of the day. Day yeah, and night. Uh-huh. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> and they will be there. Yeah. So I'm and vice versa. I would do the same because it's effort. It really it comes down to effort. So so this is like a like a math postulate or yeah. theorem. So um forgiveness equals no fucks. Mm-hmm. Discernment equals no fucks. Yeah. Forgiveness equals discernment. Yeah. Got us deep. Thanks for coming. Bye. Mic drop and we're done. Thank, no. thank you for listening to the, to the <laughs> what is this? Oh, yeah. Divorce Devil Podcast. I forgot which one because you yes. have so many. No, and I, and I think really like early on, even, early on can be five years. Like if your divorce was like two years, three years is new because you're yep. now divorced. And it's like in the divorce, in the divorce, in the divorce. If it's f- take some people takes five or six years to get divorced because there's so much shit and so much, you know, animosity and all this stuff. And, you know, your stage, you could have healed a little bit enough. You thought now you're actually in a new stage and it all just comes back. It's like grief. It's, it really is grief. You and you have to go through all the steps. And I think you need to learn what isn't working and how do you do that? Take care of yourself. You know, that's not going to work for me today, but thanks for asking. That really is powerful. And cutting cords, that's really powerful. Like, you know, you're a shitty friend and you keep showing me that you're a shitty friend. Oh, guess what? We're not friends now, but that's okay. I will, I will be okay. I will be fine. Will I miss you? Sometimes. Will I learn that I will not have another friend like that? Yes. Thanks for showing me. So I, and I, I tell my kids this too. I says, when someone shows you who they are believe them believe who they are you know if they keep showing you that they're a fucking asshole they are a fucking asshole and you can't fix them and you shouldn't have to fix them it's not your responsibility to fix other people yeah and they got to work on themselves so i think what it is is so what's so what's the key to having a better picker i I wrote this (laughs) oh you god we're yoked we are yoked man (laughs) this is gonna be funny but when you're dating, and you know who we're talking about, when you're dating or finding new relationships that, you know, all those past ones didn't work, have your friends do your profile. They will be so fucking honest. Be like, you know what? She's a bitch when she doesn't eat. Yeah. You know what? She, you know, she says she can hang, but 1130, she just wants wings and to go, like, lay down. You know, she just wants to eat after drinking all, you know. There's, she. They will be so honest that you're like... Oh, fuck. I need to work on myself more because that's shitty. So have your friends do your dating profile. I think that's funny. Learn to recognize your red flags. And if a friend Uh Uh has a heart to heart with you. Personal. My bestie that I had to have a conversation with. You know who you are. Sitting across from her going, who the fuck are you? And then she starts telling me all this stuff that this guy that she's broken up with and found out he's shitty and shady. And all the time she goes, he's going to move into my house because he's going to pay rent. I go, 
All right, hold on. Let hold me on. take that. Hold on. Hold on. Wait Let, a minute. Let me just stop you for one second. One second. What the fuck? You know that if he's living and sleeping in your house, he's going to want more than I'm living and sleeping here and paying rent. He's controlling. You've learned that he's Control. he's you learned that his patterns are repeating himself and you see them, but you can't see them because you just want someone in your life. Yeah. When your friend makes you cry at dinner and says, That's not gonna happen, I'm calling up and calling him back up, and then backup makes you realize what the fuck. So I'm hearing discernment. When your friends is, see is your red your flags and you don't friends. listen to them. Yeah. Yeah. True friends help with discernment. Just listen to the, the people that care and love you the yeah. most really are looking out for you. Like when I looked at, when I was at, when we were had our hundredth episode, she came, she surprised me. I love this person. I was sitting across from her and I go, I don't recognize you. I don't recognize the person next to me. Yeah. I see the shell of you, but the sadness in her eyes, the, you know, why can't I just find someone nice? Why yep. can't I just find someone that's going to love me as much as I love them? And then I get all these things. I go, you're dating the same fucking person. Different shell. Yep. You're same dating guy. the same guys. Mentally, take care of them. They they have less of, uh, I, I, don't, I always say power because I feel like women don't realize their power, like our friend says. Yep. Um, and I says, you have power that you're hiding to suffice and lower yourself to this to make person. Them happy. And you're up you keep uplifting them and they keep dragging you down. So where are we at? You feel shitty. They're feel better because, oh, I just bought them hundred dollar pants because I care about them and they forgot, you know, yep. we're going out and they need better pants or whatever your standards are. This is you know who we're talking about. I love you, but you know. So like they're now living high on life because you've done so well in your life. You've your career is great. You you yep. know your family's doing good, like all this stuff. And now they're it's a downgrade, just so they can upgrade you because you're attracted to them for a second. Yep. No, you need all the person. You need heart, soul, you whatever. Need a, you need the upgrade to begin with, not later. Yeah, and yep. I think I don't think people realize just because you get divorced doesn't mean you have to downgrade. Doesn't mean that you have to stay where you are. You may it may you may get someone that's just as kind or just, you know, whatever, but they're going to treat you and give you the effort and value that you deserve. And and Lord Jesus, don't get a fixer upper. No. No, no. When, don't, don't get a fixer upper. Yeah, and it fixer uppers are cool. But they're for, for a hot minute. It's tiring. Yeah. It's tiring trying to get yeah. some. And here's the thing. Like um, when I met Lance, he had already gone through a divorce. And so he would just say to me, he's like, um, so this is what happened when I was going through this part. But I'm a dude. So I don't know. It's the same. But here you go. And I would just be like, you know, I miss this part. I don't miss this part. I, I and, he, and he would not really tell me how to heal. He's just like. You got to figure it out. You got to figure out what parts of what that you're, you know, actually dealing with. Because a lot of times it wasn't actually the problem that I was dealing with. It was something that happened, you know, when I was 15 or, you know, or when in, in a relationship or a new this or whatever, or a past relationship, all this stuff. And I was like, oh, that really is a me problem, not a someone let's, else problem. Let's go back in time. So we're talking about discernment. Mm -hmm. Let, let's go back to Divorce Devil, Divorce Devil 85. Okay, what was that? Top 10 traits not to carry over from your divorce. <laughs> Dude, you did some homework. Gosh. I'm, I just now got sent to the principals because I didn't do my work. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> living your best life. Woo! 
Get your shit together. Live your best life. Yeah. Get your hair done. Knock it out. Number two. Get some big eyelashes, but having, not too big. Having a better. <laughs> yeah. We don't, we don't want no Daisy Dukes. Not Daisy Dukes. Not Daisy Dukes. What's that other chick? I mean, if uh, Daisy Dukes are cool. No, huh? when you're going no, <laughs> no, the other chick with the eyelashes. Betty Boop. Betty, Betty Boop, Boop, Daisy oh, I Dukes. Love her. Betty but, Boop, Daisy Dukes are cousins. Um, <laughs> number two, having a better attitude. Yeah. Yeah. Have a better attitude. Number three, being your own person. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't know who they are because I'm yeah. like, oh, I've been find a wife yourself. in a marriage. Go, yeah. go find yourself. Uh, number three. No then, bad. And wait, wait, wait. I got to I gotta add to that. Uh, and if you really want to find yourself, ask Kelly Manley for Pure Romance <laughs> catalog. She's got all we'll, the ways to find all the spots of you. We'll put that at the end of the podcast. <laughs> uh, show notes. Uh, number four. No bad sex. Remember that one? <laughs> Again, <laughs> Kelly can help you have no bad sex. No bad sex. You don't um, have someone that's disappointed. Number you know, three, whatever. your favorite. Financial ignorance. Yeah. Yep. No, you're no know what's going on. Yep. I mean enough to be like, oh, so here's what's uh, what our look it looks like. And as a married couple, you should both want to know where you stand in life and you know what you cannot actually afford and or your if next one's a boyfriend, spender, girlfriend one's couple. Yeah. yeah. So you know, yeah. Number whatever. Accept the simple things. Mm-hmm. Each day that you have a, you know, you're not crying for 12 hours a day, only 11. Woohoo! That's a positive. So number next, don't lay in the cynical coffin. That's that's my favorite. Yeah. You, yeah. Because you, you don't want to go into gonna anything. going to rule, man. You have a bad attitude the Well, whole time. even going through a divorce, you talked about anger, right? Yep. So if you lay in that all the yep. time, who's that affecting? Me. You. And then it trickles down There's to your kids. three fingers pour, pointing back at me. Exactly. So, you know, there's a lot of... It really is taking a good look at yourself in the mirror, you know, like, ugh, yes, I'm getting divorced. Here's my, here's my part in it. Here's what I did. Own it. And you know what? Don't, don't, don't sit in any of the negative. Oh, Try yeah. to, I tell my kids at school all the time when they come in there and they say something. I was like, dude, only you can decide what kind of day you have. I can, I can help you have a better day. I can help you see all the positives about you but until you believe them and until you see them i they're just words but like if you say you know what i'm gonna have a great day today and there might be a hiccup you might you know someone Speak might say something to you. yeah someone might be shitty to you and you'd be like you know what i'm in a great spot i'm not gonna let you affect me if i let you affect me now i'm also pissed off that you brought your negative bullshit to me and then now i may treat the next person i see yep Less kind or less, you know, whatever. So Next one, my favorite. Better foresight, not foreskin. <laughs> We're not judging if you still have yours. It's okay. <laughs> to all of our friends out there. <laughs> Mushroom lives for everyone. <laughs> you know, since Colorado passed mushrooms, you know, you got to be equal opportunist. <laughs> There's a difference between collar, collar and cholera. But yes. <laughs> that was a deep pond, yeah, baby. Was- <laughs> I think we need to do a, a, a little blood test panel. Oh. What is happening over here? Oh. Uh, and the next one. <laughs> what this shit's happening here? The next one. Spit it so, out, damn it. So you don't do the same thing over again. Actually leave the X. Actually leave leave yeah. the X. Yeah, because herpes lasts forever. 
Where did that come from? I'm just thinking about medical bullshit. Uh, <laughs> and then another one, a better relationship with the kids. Let's let's get serious here. Come yeah. on. Come on. Serious okay. serious foreskin. I am serious. Ser- serious foreskin. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, foresight. You're trying to focus me. I can't happen when you're doing shit like that. <laughs> You're not allowed to make hand gestures oh, across to you. Hand jive. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, folks. Oh the my oxygen God. is low in here. Can you put the nitrous on oh. or whatever the hell you use? Ooh, it's hot in I here. I need a little. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Oh, shit. All right. <laughs> so, better discernment. Don't give fucks. And uh, I feel work like on yourself. Every, I feel like each of us audience listening has the tools to know i don't like how that feels i don't like yeah. how that person's treating me or how they're making me Take feel the steps to do that and so really focus on what you want and like you said speak into existence i want to do this find that whatever and here's what i will not tolerate and if i see it i'm going to kindly say you know what this really isn't working out for me and have the Balls, or I should say vagina, because vaginas are way tougher than balls. The vagina to say, you know, it's been great, it's been fun, peace out. And don't stay friends with the ex boyfriends who are shitty or because they might be a good, you know, business deal later. No, we're getting rid of all of them. Sorry, that was specific to someone. Peggy. Okay. <laughs> all right, everybody, episode 104. That was interesting. Yeah. So yeah. break the cycle, learn yeah. your red flags, work, learn, you know, your boundaries, put boundaries on people that are shitty. Give and, no fucks. And if nothing else, call David tonight and we will yes. kidnap you and make you see the see the, see the light. See the light. See the light. Carol Ann, come into the light. Come into the no fucks light. <laughs> I mean, if you, I actually don't want to mess with the, the one person because uh, she, she, she knows how to kick her ass. Oh. <laughs> All right, everybody. Have a nice night. Bye-bye. Love you. Bye. Got it like that.